And we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. Y'all, Merry Christmas. We've reached the end of our Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. You're here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Chingai, who I don't know if she wants to be here at this point. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Chingai? I'm, I'm upset, but I'm committed. <laughs> That is honestly the tagline of But Make It Hallmark, upset but committed. Uh, we're back, guys. So this will not be the last episode for the year because, of course, we will be doing our recap of the 12 best. And honestly, after watching this week's crop of movies, I kind of just want to skip over this entire episode and jump straight into the recap. But like Chingai said, we are troopers. We do not quit. We are going to get this done. And so there is nothing left to do but start with the naughty list. And honestly, I felt like this entire week was a naughty list in itself, but we always judge on a curve. And so we tried to find that silver lining. I will, however, start, I think, with the naughtiest of naughties ever this season. And uh, the honor goes to the miracles of Christmas. Heaven down here, starring Crystal Joy Brown, Tina Lifford, Juan Ridinger, Richard Harmon, and Felicia Rashad. Inspired by Mickey Goyton's song of the same name, Heaven Down Here tells the story of four disparate people who find themselves stranded in a local diner on Christmas Eve. When a snowstorm hits a town, Imami is a widowed mother of two who's having trouble making ends meet and reluctantly agrees to work the Christmas Eve shift, where she clashes with her boss, Dan, who doesn't exactly embody the Christmas spirit. Felix is a local pastor, desperately trying to secure food for parishioners while his faith is challenged by his son's... His son's alienation. <laughs> Clara is a hospice nurse with an obstinate patient and whose daughter is moving away, causing her to question her place in this world. Throughout the evening, these four bicker bond and unwittingly provide each other with the answer to their respective prayers. Chingai, we have spent way too much on this movie already by reading that synopsis. And honestly, I watched, I, I will admit, I did not start this movie. I watched it live and I was like, oh, it's one hour in. I might as well just go for it and go through the end. So I watched the second half and I'm assuming, I, based on our conversation previously, you watched the first half. Yes? I watched the first half and gave up. Great. I watched mm -hmm. the second half and didn't care. So you know what? I declare this the worst of the season. Would you agree? I wholeheartedly agree. I watched it at 2x. <laughs> And even that couldn't save this movie. <laughs> one, exactly. It, it felt like it was supposed to be the day spring one because it's got, you know, a priest in it. I think they were trying to really go a route that Hallmark doesn't go. And there is a reason. There was no romance in this. Uh, I hate this guy, this, this Richard Harmon guy who did the Wimbledon movie. Freaking hate his face. Literally hate his face. <laughs> I'm sorry to him, but he should just not be in Hallmark movies. And if there's no romance, what is the point of everything? Why nothing? I usually like it when there are priests, because usually they're hot priests. So not this there's, one. there's Fleabag, there's the Thornbirds, mm -hmm. lately there's the Gilded Age with Robert Sean Leonard. Mm. Yeah, heaven down here. Hell. Hell down <laughs> here. Hellfire. The worst movie ever. Oh, man. Oh, man. You uh, did mention anyway. Dayspring. And I think this yeah. is the, the next movie we're talking about is the, the first Dayspring movie I have ever seen. The first Dayspring movie I've ever seen was this year. Miracle in Bethlehem. P.A. Really? Starring... Yeah, Laura Vandervoort, that Laura Vandervoort and 
my personal fave not <laughs> Benjamin Ayers. <laughs> shall I read this? I shall. Okay, successful and well. fiercely independent. Marianne Brubeck adopts a baby girl to raise on her own just before Christmas. Due to weather, she and the baby get stuck in Bethlehem, PA for the holidays. When there is no room at the inn, her only option is to stay with the innkeeper's brother, Joe, a quintessential bachelor who lives in a house that he treats like a barn. As Mary Ann learns the value of community by spending time with Joe's family and participating in the local church's Christmas events, Joe starts getting his act together with new motivation, and the two begin to see each other in a new light. This was the Nativity movie, and <laughs> I mean, what a way to... This is the last movie. They, they really did not want to go out with a bang. <laughs> I think we were correct last week when we said they should, they should have just ended this whole season with round and round because what the fuck was this I hate Benjamin Ayers he looked like a hooligan here with his curly hair and, and you know Laura Vandervoort was so charming in playing Cupid exactly. before what we happened what happened Day Spring happened I'm sorry <laughs> never again never again I did watch the whole thing yeah but but I, but still I, I watched it at 2x and I have to say last year's day spring which was the gift of peace Nikki Deloach and he who shall not be named Brennan Elliott wasn't this bad oh oh so this is the second yes, one yes it's the second one yeah. The, yeah the sad part is like we do like Laura but wow we already don't like this guy and they made everything in their power to make us hate him more. What was... It looks like he didn't shower. How could you fall for that? Ew. ew. Honestly. Ew. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. Ah, uh, this is the lightning round of naughty movies and guess what? We have a third because great things come in threes. Countdown to Christmas is the secret gift of Christmas. Starring Megan Ory and Christopher Russell. Bonnie is a personal shopper who helps her new widowed client, Patrick, reconnect with his young daughter. Though Bonnie and Patrick's idea of shopping couldn't be more different, she's determined to get Patrick and his daughter everything on their wish list. Oh my god. So you know how the first two movies were like serious movies, kind of Jesus-ish, which again could be good, gift of peace. I was sad, but it was okay. This one was like manic, manic dream girl or nightmare girl I don't know the it felt like a she's trying to be Debbie McComber which is I don't know <laughs> like magical fairy princess Megan I would miss Debbie McComber <laughs> I would rather have Debbie McComber than this it is shit. I was so I was so disappointed because we like Christopher Russell in a, you know, missing the outdoors. He was like a handyman in this one. Megan Ori has never been my favorite sister on Chesapeake Shores, and it's funny because she's the lead. But I just can't with her. And this was a departure from the usual serious, you know, buttoned up serious sister. She should stay in the serious sister mode. This was terrible. <laughs> you could see what they were is trying she doing? to. She was really trying to be Carrie Bradshaw or like Isla Fisher in Confessions of yeah. a Shopaholic here. It didn't work. It really didn't I, work. I mean, did they not do a chemistry read for this? Like, who the heck cast her? Also, that teacher that was flirting with Christopher Russell, and then they sang, and then he <laughs> sang with the teacher. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? I Again, I think I watched this on 2X too. I would have preferred the teacher to have been the... Lead. The lead here and yeah, and at least someone different, you know. Bad girl, but I, I, I hate yeah, that yeah, they yeah. were pimping this out to be like the hit of the week. 
They, this had the most ads, I feel. I, I think <sighs> they, they were really trying to sell this. And nope, not buying. Oh, not not uh, buying. Guys, you know what's sad? There were six movies this week. We delayed recording because we wanted to watch Bethlehem Pencil, you know, PA. <laughs> We shouldn't have. Honestly, we shouldn't have watched these three movies. We shouldn't have talked about it. But you know what? We did it. Consummate professionals that we are. Do not watch these things. Do not touch them with a 10-foot pole. Just don't. And it's just so sad because com- it comes off the week of Round and Round, Hanukkah Extraordinaire. And it really, suddenly all of last week's movies are fucking gems. But, you know, we grade on a curve and we're not going to give up. There are three more movies we need to talk about. Not saying that the three are also, like, through the roof amazing, but I guess we're just going to have to go through it. All right. So, Chingai, any other thoughts on these three before we burn them? No. Lump of coal week. Lump of coal, bad, bad, Hallmark. What have you done? When we're back on But Make It Hallmark. But make it hallmark. What a downer, Patty. <laughs> it's not <Hi>. easy. <laughs> it's not easy to find better movies after those three lumps of coal. And we're gonna be talking next about the premium channel <laughs> slash premium movie of the week. Oh god. An Ice Palace Romance starring Celeste Desjardins and Marcus Rosner. A journalist faces old fears when she returns to her hometown ice rink to cover a story. With the help of the owner and his young daughter, she begins to reevaluate her life's purpose. I am uh. on ice skating TikTok right now. <laughs> I don't know why. I've been following these teenage Russians ice skaters. <laughs> and that just led to um, Tessa and Scott. The Canadians from this is very niche, but if you if you know what I'm talking about, then you you'll be excited that there is uh, an ice skating movie. And you know what? I, I think this is infinitely better than the first three because Marcus Rosner, <laughs> period. Yes, done. <laughs> and because Celeste, she's lovely. This is mm. like a pretty people movie and mm-hmm. a pretty people inoffensive movie. So I had this on in the background and I can't remember what I was doing while it was on. I Was I paying attention? Not mm. really. But I wasn't mad either. And coming from the other three movies, it was fine. I don't really have much to say because what I, I don't know. There was just ice skating. And that's what I remember. You got to mm. save the rink. Um He's he's the hometown hero. <laughs> She's the city girl. Um, we get another journalist. It's just more of the same. Honestly, this is standard Hallmark. You know how we were talking about quintessential Hallmark being mm. rescuing Christmas, but that's quintessential good. This is yeah. quintessential boring. <laughs> so Meh. it's okay. Yeah. It's what you would expect. Would you play premium to get this movie? Absolutely not. Fuck Don't no. do it. Go on YouTube like what like like we did. <laughs> so you know, Chinga, you sent me the YouTube link of this, and I'm glad it was but a YouTube link. By the time I did get around to watching it, the YouTube link had died. And so oh, no. luckily I found no, that's fine, because I found it on Daily Motion. And the thing is, I had just finished Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And then I watched this. So this felt like such a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice I didn't end the season on Bethlehem because I was just really the downers of downiest. The thing is, when I started watching this, one, I thought it was the lady. 
I thought it was Jocelyn something from when Hope calls. Mm. It looks like mm-hmm. this girl. You did it mention that, yeah. It's a whole different yeah, yeah, yeah. girl, apparently. Jocelyn Hudden or something like that. It mm. is a different girl. And I think the one thing I'm going to call out about this movie, because the last movie I watched, there's that bias, is that her lips were overlined. <laughs> like, if you notice, her, her lip liner is so dark. And then her lipstick is like, I don't know, we're trying to make an ombre thing. Guys, uh-huh. when I am commenting on the makeup, you know what you know. It was just, I was just weirded out. That's very okay. distracting. It it's like, it's very when distracting. You notice, when you notice the overlined lips, it's hard to see anything else. That's all I could see. Yeah. The thing is though, towards the end of it, there were some scenes where like, have I watched this? It felt like a deja vu movie. Literally. Mm. Like every scene, I was like, I've watched this. You know that scene in the end where they go and confront the mayor's wife or something or the mayor to show her that the plans weren't actually real and the bad guy was such a bad guy the bad guy developer I had felt like I'd seen it before no, or that I you know when her side any of it. <laughs> so it's wild I'm like have I watched this before have I seen this somewhere before so, or did I really actually movie? watch the YouTube video I don't know or have I oh seen the Hallmark movie before and just you know forgot about it I don't know but it was mm, middling, and yeah. yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, here we are. So, I don't know. I don't know why we waste our time on these things. I don't know why we bother, but we're here, we're here, we're here. So, thank you, Marcus Rosner, for making this bearable. Yes, he was a father. Did I care? No. Uh, it's pretty yeah, people even doing care things to, that... We didn't even yeah. care to pay attention to... Like, to, to see if we're mad at the kid or not. We just didn't no. care. Yeah. Yeah, we just don't care. We just don't care. Uh, moving on, I guess, to the other... I wanna, the thing is, I like this movie, so I'm going gonna, gonna to try to give it some justice. Uh, and this is Friends and Family Christmas, the lesbian movie of the year. We had our gay movie, and we got our lesbian movie, which I think is cool. Starring Humberly Gonzalez and Ali Liebert. Daniela has recently moved to New York to pursue an art career and decides to stay in town to share the holidays with her circle of artist friends. Instead of going home to see her sweet, if overbearing, parents, Amelia is a talented entertainment lawyer trying to stay focused on her work after a broken engagement. When Daniela and Amelia are set up by their parents, they agree to pretend that they are dating to appease them for the holidays. However, as they spend time in each other's worlds, they soon build a connection that is deeper than either of them could have hoped for. I don't know why, but I actually enjoyed this one. Ali Liebert, I've liked her. Uh, she came out also on um, what do you call this? Three men and a three wise men and a baby, and I think she co-wrote it or whatever. But she is a writer of some of these movies, and she is acting in them, and I like her. I was convinced she was a lesbian, to be fair. Uh, and Humberly had the sweetest parents there were. I think what I liked about this is that they, yes, it is the quote-unquote lesbian movie, but it was just two people falling in love, and they both happen to be girls, and. I thought it was, I mean, like, overly done on the art scenes with the photo taking every freaking scene of, like, I didn't really care about the whole photo thing. I didn't care about the art people. I like the lawyer people for some strange reason. Read into that what you will about me. I like the lawyer's dad and how... I think the parents were just so supportive. And I don't know if this is a utopic universe where, you know, there is no discrimination and, you know, it's just... It's, it's a fluffy Hallmark movie because why not? Do lesbians deserve Hallmark movies too? Fuck yes. I really liked her parents. I don't know if uh, the Humberly, Humberly's character, I don't know if her best friend was supposed to be Filipino, the gay guy. He seemed that maybe mm-hmm. half-seas. Mm-hmm. 
I just liked how it was just parents trying to be happy for their kids and trying to be supportive of their kids and how the lesbianism was just an undercurrent and they didn't make a big deal out of it. Uh, I really liked it. And Ali Liebert, I would like to see her in more things. I thought she was good in this. I don't know if she's lesbian in real life. I don't know if either of them are lesbian in real life. But kudos to Hallmark. I want to see more. I want to see more of this because I want to see more representation of other relationship types. We have 42 movies. If we can give one Hanukkah, if we can do one with a gay couple as, you know, a lead with Christmas and Charlie Lane, we can do a lesbian one, guys. Come on. And so the more people see representation of other types of relationships on TV, the more normalized it becomes and the more people can see that there are other options in life apart from the normative path we are all given by the 39 other Hallmark movies that we get. So in terms of, I don't know the statistics on gays and lesbians in the universe, but there's got to be more than one out of 42. (laughs) So it's a start. It was cute. I am appreciative of it. I'd like to see more. And so... That is my piece on Friends, Family, Christmas. I'm happy this movie exists. And hmm. I, I I was I felt like I felt bad that I didn't like it. It's because, okay. You, you know, I, I, I we've been we've been pitching lesbian movies since <laughs> since the year started. And we finally get <laughs> one and I'm not happy with it. I, I don't know why. I think it's it's another cycle thing, perhaps. Hmm. Um but you know what, I feel like the lesbians here their acting was like a lot better than the gays. We're <laughs> not to, not oh, to yeah. pit oh, one my. segment against the <laughs> other, but I cannot <laughs> but compare because we just got Christmas and Cherry Lane, and I just uh, sometimes Jonathan Bennett's overacting is has its place, like with the comedies, yeah. but sometimes it's it's just overdone, and I I like how how nuanced this is, how they didn't make a big deal of it. It's normalized. They, they didn't even have to explain anything. They just went into yeah. the movie straight on. I love Quite that. <laughs> yes. I, I, um, I'm happy this exists. I'm sad that I didn't like it. I hope we get more next year. We need to have more. There was that every time a bell rings or something last year, the, the you know, the Love Actually type movie where it was kind of an ensemble cast and we got some lesbian side characters. I mean, yes, we had the lesbian sister and wife in Round and Round and they were fantastic. I would love to see a spin-off of how they met in the Round and Round. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. just, there are just so many ways you could represent other types of relationships and... I know we're asking too much of Hallmark, but it is on the activist watchers to push the channel towards a future wherein everybody or at least people feel seen and represented. And there is my soapbox. Good night. This is the end. I'm kidding. We have, we one, have more. one more, guys. <laughs> ah, bear with us. I promise this is the on a curve nice list. I can't stress enough on a curve nice list when we're back <laughs> on butt making hallmark and we're back for the very last movie <laughs> of countdown to christmas what an anti-climactic end to the year <laughs> Let's get into it we have sealed with a list starring Kate Findy and Evan Roderick. This holiday season, festive Carly sets out to conquer her list of abandoned resolutions from last year. 
aided by co-worker Wyatt, she finds love and the confidence to chase her dreams. My son and our new director of quality control. There are those who live to work and those who work to live. Those who don't work at all. I will quit my boring job. I will follow my dreams. And you are going to help me. And what? A New Year's resolution. There are 31 days left. I have 31 chances to change my life. That checks all the boxes. Oh, you mean Wyatt. <laughs> As your new life coach. Never called you that. No. Nope. I was secretly betting that this would be the dark horse of the week. <laughs> and I don't know why. Maybe because I have an affinity for Kate Findy, even if she cut mm. her hair as Stalin Patio. Well, then maybe this is her... Felicity season two, and she comes with a <laughs> with an off-putting haircut. Some people might like it. I I mm. didn't, and I, and steals oh. the show. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. <gasps> Why? Okay, she. <laughs> it's so hard to start <laughs> and pretend this is the best. <laughs> but let me try. Let me try. It's a curve. It's a curve. I, I like that this I like the New York movies when they're not um like in your in face, your face. New York movie. So this is one of those. And she's you know, she's a go getter at work, but then she gets paired with a boss's son and he's a spoiled brat. He's entitled, he's privileged. It's very bottled with love, but not. Uh. <laughs> but make it terrible. I'm <laughs> kidding. Immediately we, we get a so she she thinks she's gonna get promoted and then nope, you know, bad news. The the boss's son comes in and then we fast forward like a year into it and he's terrible and she has to assist him in everything. And you see there where this is going. Like she she takes the fall for him for some screw up he did and she uses this as a reason to resign and he loses his job and they kind of help each other and she that's when she goes off trying to tick everything off her list and and he, he helps her and they spend all this time together and and when they start spending time together that's when I kind of got into this weirdly uh. enough I think it's because of Evan Roderick acting as the spoiled but I don't know Maybe I'm in this point in my life where I want to see rehabilitated awful people or something. <laughs> also, I am, like I said, I'm on ice skating TikTok. And there have been flashbacks on my FYP of that Netflix show spinning out. Mm. Evan Roderick uh, plays the lead there. And maybe what? that's why he, yeah, he plays Justin, the, the lead in spinning <sighs> out. And maybe that's why I have like a soft spot for him and a soft spot for Kate Findy, who, who's done pretty good work in, in the, the last couple of years. So they start spending time together. Uh. I think it's cute. She's training for a marathon, like the Santa run. And, uh. and he helps her out. And I don't know what else to say. He helps her with what is it, fashion design or something? Yeah, because it's a it's a what textile manufacturer. QA, yeah, yeah, QC, yeah QC. something like that. And yeah, he he sucked at quality control. I understand him. I suck at quality control, but you know who else sucks at quality control? Hallmark. <laughs> it's a meta. It's a meta. <laughs> In any case, thank you, Patty, for letting this be the top movie of the week. Because <laughs> it could have been the lesbians, but you said, no, 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 no. You can no. have it. Yeah. You can <laughs> have it, Shingai. <laughs> I had so many 
notes. But the other, the, the biggest note is, oh no, this is for another movie. I had so many notes for this movie, but do I remember anything that happened? No. <laughs> Oh, okay, no, the I worst think, thing yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. last no, go. They went to a club, oh, and they God. were they were clubbing the jingle bells. <laughs> and that's just. I mean, there could have been another song. Did it have to be jingle bells? I don't think so. Oh, Jinkai, like I like I liked Felicity's hair. So mm. I was getting into this hoping as well. Uh, mm. I did like Katie Findlay in her lawyer flashback movie as a, as a, to a high school student. And I think you mentioned to me that you liked that this guy was rich in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a note. I like it. <laughs> I like it. He's rich. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, so, so, so this girl grows on you. The thing is, we've had New Year's resolution movies before mm-hmm. with the uh, Michael Grady. Yeah, yeah the Michael Grady forest with a zipline. Yeah, and we we've had other. No, that, well, that was the forest with the zipline. Was Emily? Wasn't that Emily Ullerup? Well, there, the there forest with the zipline. Many, many a zipline. That's true. <laughs> no, I think it was the what's her name? Who was the My Christmas Family Tree girl? I keep forgetting her name. Amy T. Garden. Amy T. Yes, Garden. That was Amy. It was an Amy T. Garden. Yeah, yeah Amy T. Garden. Mm-hmm. Michael Grady had like a mm-hmm. New Year's movie, which That's I right. like. It's like say yes to everything. So I was like hoping this would it's kinda the New Year's movie in a way because it's like counting down to the end of the year. I, I watched this one and a half times because the first time I watched it, I was like, I was not paying attention. I think it's because this guy was kind of short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just and you know me, I like the height differential. Mm-hmm. And he just it wasn't compelling enough for me. Like I like mm-hmm. I was really rooting for Katie Fendi, but it was just not doing it for me. But why did we rank it the number one? Because at the end of the day, compared to the rest of the six, I thought that this one had the most interesting plot line, the most compelling lead in Katie. And just in general, I was least angry with it. Mm-hmm. I really did like the lesbi- the lesbian girls. Marcus Rosner is just Marcus Rosner. So I was like, you know what? Let's give it to Katie. And again, this is a curve, so it's not like we're saying much. But I think the lesson here is that after the Hanukkah movie, they really should stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just end it. It's end just it so with that. Mm-hmm. This was, if we watch this all at 1x, that would be 12 hours of our life. <laughs> That'd be wasted on this. Okay, and let's pretend that we skipped all the ads, right? 1.5 times 6 is still a lot of hours. Yeah. yeah okay, that's nine hours. That's too many. That's a work day. This is actual work. Someone should be paying us to watch these movies. Honestly, yeah. Because this was bad. So, with that being said, we were just going to slide right into the last time we're doing holiday edition of Mary Kill. Because I have nothing else to say. And mm-hmm. we might as well just wrap this shit up. Okay. Chingai, I think, well, here's who I'm killing. I am killing everybody in that damn diner from heaven down here. Specifically Richard Harmon, but really everyone. <laughs> they all drag each other down. They should have drowned in that snowstorm. I know that's not what the spirit of Christmas is supposed to be bringing out in us. But it was just bad. It was so bad. I never want to see them again. Ever, ever, ever. I would rather watch Christmas on Cherry Lane on loop no. than watch this again. Yes, yes. Would you rather Would you rather watch this again? No. I would choose Christmas on Cherry Lane. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are the okay, last fine. two movies on yeah. Earth. Last two movies on Earth. Yeah. It would be Christmas on Cherry Lane. And we thought Christmas on Cherry Lane was bad. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That was good. This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. 
This is the CCB Turn Your Back to It uh-huh. Wizard of Oz movie of the year. I think it deserves that award, and therefore mm-hmm. I'm killing them all. Um, I'm, I'm happy that you're taking care of that part of this week because <laughs> I'm gonna go and kill Megan Ori because someone's gotta Ooh. take care of her. So we've got not, two not Benjamin Ayers. I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> consider him. He's not worth the bullet. He's already <laughs> dead to you anyway. Yes. <laughs> oh man, Megan Ori was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was. I was. What are you doing, girl? Have I you wanted no to strangle her with a giant bow on her coat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the styling was horrendous. It feels like it came from the closet of like that JC fashion movie. movie. The fashion closet. <laughs> JC Elliott. You know what? JC Elliott would have done a better job. I'm sorry. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Mm, Joyona Well, though. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) There was that movie. All right. Who are we fucking? Chingai, I am fucking the lesbians this week. As you should. (laughs) There has always been a part of me that has been curious. I'm not going to lie. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, I could join this as a throuple. I think they'd be mm-hmm. cool. I would find it. I, I hope they take me, but I'd like to fuck them. So, Ali Liebert, Humberly Gonzalez, <laughs> let's go. Let's get into it. Who are you fucking, Shingai? I'm taking inspiration from you because you've been doing so many sex sandwiches over the last couple <laughs> of weeks. So, it's time for me and the Lumberjacks, Marcus and Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> Finally getting my dream come true, Patty. <laughs> I took the last week with yeah. Shitty movies for you to finally get your lumberjack sandwich. Heaven oh, down wow. here. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven in a cabin. Clearly it's gonna be a long cabin, I, I think. And you know who's gonna you know who you're gonna feed into the fire? Benjamin Ayers. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> This is terrible. We're getting really morbid here, but that's a good. That's a good <laughs> fuck. I, I support this fuck. Uh, we're all getting into three steps this week of the lesbian and lumberjack variety. Okay, you know what? I think we're gonna be sister wives once more. Who will be marrying? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm marrying Evan Roderick because he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> I never have to work a day in my life. You know, of course, I'm gonna marry to pay. Yeah. There are bills to pay, and daddy, his dad, will definitely bankroll your life because you will make him the best quality control man there is. You can both struggle with quality <laughs> control together and get disowned. Girl, you're going to get disowned. You know that, right? Not before trust we get the trust fund. <laughs> I am predictably going to marry Marcus Rosner because he is the last person I watched and the only person I can tolerate this week. <laughs> Oh my god, what a terrible week. It really was. It, it really, really was. was. But you know what? We want to thank you because you guys were not terrible for sticking through us on what, 11 episodes of Christmas? This has been insane. Um, you want to thank everyone for joining us, Chingai. Thank you for holding me accountable and making this another fun season of 42 crazy movies. We will be back. We will be back with our top. 12 favorite movies of the year. Please join us for the end of year recap of But Make It Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. If you are not following us on our socials, please do at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. We'd love to hear your favorites and maybe 
send us a voice note of your thoughts on the other movies this year because we're going to be doing a roundup from friends and fans of the pod. Oh my god. What? You know, what would be interesting if we got voice notes about who they'd fuck, marry, and kill? That <gasps> might be fun. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> if they watched enough to fuck Mary. <laughs> <laughs> we should ask. We should solicit that. Guys, yeah. send us who you'd want to fuck, marry, kill throughout the season. I think that should be fun. We should do one, Chingai. Of like, I think we do one, right? We do yeah, one of the fuck like Mary a year season. ender thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see you then. So hang on. We'll be back for one last episode and we hope you join us because it's the fun one where we talk about the goods and shit on the bads and with that we just want to say one more time before it actually happens Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas